This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And the Dow went up a fraction. Nail biter here in College Park, Maryland 63, Illinois 62, about three minutes left. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The labor market continues to remain resilient in the face of rising interest rates. CBS's Jason Brooks. 263,000 jobs were added to the economy in November, 63,000 above expectations, while the unemployment rate remains steady at 3.7 percent, despite rising layoffs, especially in the tech sector. Hourly earnings rose more than expected from October, and that will be a key data point for the Federal Reserve to chew on at its meeting this month. The Fed is expecting unemployment to rise while it raises interest rates in its fight to bring down inflation. Most of the job gains last month came in leisure and hospitality, health care, and the government. Hate speeches on Twitter is on the rise. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. Since the online social media giant was taken over by Elon Musk, there's been a spike in tweets containing hate speech. This according to several groups, including the Anti-Defamation League. Daily slurs against African Americans have more than doubled. Anti-gay and anti-Semitic posts have also significantly risen. It comes as some accounts that previously had been banned are now allowed to come back. Musk has called himself a free speech absolutist, although on Thursday he indefinitely suspended the account of Kanye West. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The Senate runoff election in Georgia is in its final days. CBS's Nicole D'Antonio reports there have been a record number of early voters. Georgia voters lined up to cast their ballot on the final day of early voting Friday in the Senate runoff election. It was worth it. I'm ready for uh, this to get behind us. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock is trying to fend off a challenge by Republican Herschel Walker. We cannot let our foot off the gas, not not even for a moment. Enough is enough. Now what we got to do is we got to get out and vote. President Biden helped phone bank for Warnock while in Massachusetts. A vigil for the four students who were murdered in a home near the University of Idaho campus took place today in Post Falls, Idaho. Madison Morgan's father, Benjamin, honored her by sharing stories of her life. He was always inquisitive curious and eager to learn about everyone and everything. She absolutely loved younger children in her life, adored all animals, and never said no to any type of family gathering. Police have yet to identify a suspect. InfoWars host Alex Jones has filed for personal bankruptcy protection in Texas. Jones cites debts that include nearly $1.5 billion he's been ordered to pay to families who sued him over his conspiracy theories about the Sandy Hook school massacre. He has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in Houston. The Dow closed up 135 points today. The Nasdaq fell 21. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airports. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. It's 11.03 on Friday night, December 2nd, 2022. It's 44 degrees in the mid-40s for lows overnight. 
Good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. Nearly two years after he was accused of shooting a man on a red line train, an FBI agent learned his fate today inside a Rockville courtroom. 38-year-old Eduardo Valdivia, an FBI agent, appeared emotional and nodded again and again as the jury declared he was not guilty of four counts, including second-degree attempted murder. In Valdivia's defense, attorney Robert Bonsib said the victim who had approached Valdivia for money and then became aggressive, had a history of violence. In his continuing course of assaulting people on the metro, in businesses. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy said he was disappointed with the verdict and felt that the video in evidence spoke for itself. That these men had contact twice, uh, that the victim walked away at some point, then, then re-engaged with uh, Mr. Valdivia. The victim was unarmed. He never touched the defendant, as you can see from the video. McCarthy said it was not an easy case, but he did respect the jury's verdict. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A cold case murder in Northern Virginia is a step closer to being solved. That's because the victim has been identified nearly 30 years after her remains were found. Back in 1993, a woman was found stabbed to death in a wooded area out in Centerville. Last month, Fairfax County's major crime, Cyber and Forensics Bureau, identified her. That Jane Doe is Sharon K. Abbott Lane. Major Ed O'Carroll oversees the bureau. We, we never knew... Uh, who the remains belong to. With the help of her family, they were able to use DNA testing. Sharon was last heard from in 1987. Her late father received an anonymous call about four years later that his daughter was dead. O'Carroll says while her death is closer to being solved, they need the community's help. We hope someone comes forward, be it the killer or someone with information. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Now the latest on D.C.'s embattled 911 interim director. This Tuesday, the full council will vote on whether to make Karima Holmes the permanent boss. The nominee is expected to be turned down. And today, the mayor made it clear that she's not giving up. Karima has been confirmed by the council once. But D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson says that's why Karima Holmes won't be confirmed again. Karima Holmes has not been held in high regard by the council since her first stint at the Office of Unified Communications. Her first stint ended early last year. A few months ago, she was nominated for a second stint. But throughout her first tenure and this year, while she's been interim director, the office has been plagued by deadly mistakes. Just this year, a newborn died after paramedics were sent to the wrong address. Another man died after waiting 11 minutes for an ambulance to be dispatched when he was having a heart attack. We get it right the majority of the time. Today, Holmes defended herself in a agency's performance. Our complaint rate, our error rate is under 0.001% literally. Um, and we try and do our best. We are not perfect. But Mendelssohn says the mayor should nominate someone else. In Southeast D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. Now a follow-up to a story WTOP has been spearheading from the start. It's all about the troubled D.C. crime lab. The city's auditor says internal oversight practices at the lab were broken and ineffective long before the lab lost its accreditation last year. The report also finds fault with federal prosecutors and the D.C. Office of the Attorney General for going outside that process to launch an investigation that later turned up evidence of serious misconduct by lab workers. The report is out just ahead of the D.C. Council's first vote coming up Tuesday on a bill overhauling the forensic agency. The lab lost its accreditation to do all forensic casework last year and has not been able to process evidence since then and has been outsourcing DNA, guns and other evidence to outside labs. 
coming up after traffic and weather here on WTOP. What the lame duck Congress must pass and might pass before time runs out. We'll discuss it all with Scott McFarland of CBS. 1107. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock carpet is now on sale at FloorMax with up to 50% off. That's right, a whole house of carpet installed with free upgraded pads for less than $2,000 only at FloorMax. That's all in-stock carpet up to 50% off at FloorMax. Plus, act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com now. That's FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. At Doctors Without Borders, we put patients first. And we go where we're needed most. We believe people deserve to be treated with compassion and dignity. We treat our patients completely free of charge and without regard to race, religion, or politics. And thanks to the 6 million people around the world who support our work, Doctors Without Borders will continue to put our patients first. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Ian Crawford. And we start on the Virginia Beltway coming off the American Legion Bridge outer loop heading toward Tyson's. We've got the work zone forming up now before Georgetown Pike. When they get everything set up, it'll be single left to get by. You're going to see the slowing as they're dropping the cones now, getting this work zone set up. And that is why it is now getting very sluggish, passing the George Washington Memorial Parkway exit, exit 43, trying to get toward Tyson's and points south. Interloop, watch for work that's supposed to be setting up near I-66. Should be down to a single right lane or check that single left lane once they get everything done and dusted and get that thing going but watch for them dropping the cones there as well 66 remains fairly quiet there's one lingering work zone eastbound on 66 near Sudley Roads in the main lanes it'll be two left lanes to get by doing so with little or no fanfare 95 and 395 nothing out of the ordinary so far this evening Capitol Beltway in Maryland is quiet through Montgomery and Prince George's counties 95 is okay BW Parkway may have a disabled vehicle southbound after 198 following police direction around what may be lurking in the darkness the lingering crash activity through Ellicott City is 29 northbound after Route 100 heading toward Route 40. Should be two to the left to get by. Lots of flashing lights there for the crash investigation involving a truck from the 6 o'clock hour this evening. But again, getting by with very little fanfare as long as you stay to the left. On 210, watch for issues southbound near Barry Road. The emergency work zone because of the dark traffic lights. Uh, the crash knocking out the traffic signal and the turn lanes apparently blocked. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. What does the weekend weather outlook look like? Here's Chad Merrill. The clouds will eventually win out tonight, but you might be able to see that waxing gibbous moon in the sky for a few more hours. Now, we will wake up to some drizzle and then some showers on Saturday morning. That shower activity will scoot off towards the east by about midday. In your afternoon, we'll see clearing skies and temperatures in the low 60s. We're in the low to mid 40s, much cooler on Sunday. Monday's high in the upper 40s and some light rain or drizzle back in here on Tuesday with highs in the low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. It's 45 in College Park, 48 in Fairfax, 45 on the National Mall. Lows tonight in the mid 40s. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1111. Most everyone agrees the federal government should pay its bills to take care of everyone, including those who get Social Security and Medicare 
and basic support through food, housing, health care, and education. Most of the time, it's not a problem, except when it comes to the debt ceiling. And if Congress doesn't act to lift it during this lame duck session, experts say a lot of us could be paying the price. WT's, WTOP's Dimitri and I spoke with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane about this. We're not yet approaching the debt ceiling. It's coming likely in the next year, but the crisis is potentially relevant right now. We recall what happened 12 years ago when Congress had trouble reaching a deal to raise the debt ceiling. The Republican-controlled House and the Obama administration couldn't have a meeting of the minds on this, and the U.S. credit rating was damaged, and the economy took a jolt. So did the stock market. Here we come into 2023 with the Republican House and the Biden administration facing the prospect of another standoff. So there was a lot of talk in the last few weeks of getting something done before Democrats lose control of the U.S. House, which means this month, spoke to several local members of Congress, Don Beyer included, Jerry Connolly included, Congressman-elect Glenn Ivey of Maryland, all of whom said they'd support Congress moving on this now to avert a crisis next year. But Speaker Nancy Pelosi answering questions yesterday didn't indicate there is time or space or an agreement. She wants it bipartisan. Doesn't seem to be a prospect of that. So we'll move into 2023 with that very big item still sitting on the table. Well, what about other major issues? What are they trying to get done in the final days of this Congress? One thing they're definitely going to have to do before month's end is authorize the military. That sounds somewhat obscure or wonkish. It's called the National Military Authorization or the National Defense Authorization. you got to do that every year, or you could put it on hold. Pay raises for service members, all of our local service members, military construction, procurement at all our major military facilities, including, you know, the big one in Arlington. And this typically gets done earlier in the year, but it's another one of those things that's been kicked down the curb and put on the table for this month and has to get done in the finite amount of time that remains. Now, we had the Oath Keepers trial verdict just days ago. Next week, another January 6th related trial. What can you tell us about that? What's more, it's another Oath Keepers trial. There's another group of Oath Keepers seditious conspiracy defendants. They broke them up, Dimitri, to make the trials a little more bite-sized for the juries. They'll go at it again starting Tuesday morning with jury selection. If the Department of Justice secures another conviction for seditious conspiracy, they are wielding an awful lot of leverage with more seditious conspiracy defendants to come and potentially more defendants to come, those who may not have yet been arrested. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. And coming up here on WTOP, the Wizards on the road tonight where they've been having some trouble of late. Did they do any better tonight? We'll find out. 1114. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic, our relationship has completely changed. The Wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Monument Medical Clinic. Our technology is proven to open up and regrow blood vessels. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us right now and you'll qualify for the exam, assessment, even the ultrasound totally free. Plus, for callers in the next two minutes, an enhanced gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, no pills, and no side effects. Call Monument Medical Clinic to qualify for that $600 offer totally free. 202-908-5555. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Big Red. Time again for Frank Hammerhand. Big night for Maryland basketball. It has gone final. It was the Terps hosting Illinois. Our Dave Preston was there. Terrapin stopped the Illini 71-66. Frank Jameer Young scores 24 points, including the game-sealing three-pointer with 14.3 seconds left. Hakeem Art adds 17. D was the key early as they held the visitors without a basket for over seven minutes in the first half and generated 18 points off of 11 Illinois turnovers. Maryland begins Big Ten play with a bang, feeding number 16 Illinois, 71-66. Road struggles continue for the Wizards. Five straight now. They've lost away from D.C. This one at Charlotte, 117-116, down by as many as 22. Actually had a chance to go ahead a couple times late, but they can't get it done. Bradley Beal had 33 points, but some costly turnovers. Daniel Gafford, six blocks. Wizards missed nine free throws in the loss. Wiz back under 500, 11-12 overall. They host the L.A. Lakers and LeBron James on Sunday. Eve of the knockout round starting at the World Cup over in Qatar. U.S. will face the Netherlands tomorrow, 10 a.m. The team did say that there are some players dealing with the flu on the team, but they would not uh, say who those players were, obviously, part of the uh, gamesmanship to get ready for the U.S., uh, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Baseball pitcher Jacob DeGrom signs a five-year, $185 million deal with the Texas Rangers. Again, Terps in the win column, knocking off Illinois, 71-66. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. A man was critically hurt early today when he was shocked on top of a mark train. This happened near Union Station. D.C. Fire and EMS say the man was walking on the roof of the train when it happened. An Amtrak spokesperson identified the man as a trespasser. For now, it's unclear how he got on the train. It took about 90 minutes for that man to be rescued because the power had to be shut off to allow rescuers to safely get to him. Amtrak police are investigating. FBI Director Christopher Wray is again voicing concern about the popular social media app TikTok. We, the FBI, do have um, national security concerns uh, about the app. Uh, its uh, parent company is controlled by the Chinese government, uh, and it gives them the potential to leverage the app. He spoke at the Ford School of Public Policy. Ray says the FBI fears the Chinese have the ability to control the app's recommendation algorithm to let them manipulate content for influence operations. Ray also says China could use the app to collect data on its users for espionage reasons. During a Senate hearing back in September, TikTok's COO said the company protects all data from American users and that Chinese government officials have no access to it. Now, top stories we're working on at WTOP. An FBI agent is found not guilty in a December 2020 shooting on a Metro Red Line train. And will Karima Holmes once again be D.C.'s official 911 director? The mayor is fighting for her. Council members, though, aren't budging. Keep it here on WTOP for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Ian. A characteristically quiet Friday night so far around the Capitol Beltway. One work zone has set up in Virginia. We'll start there. Coming off the Legion Bridge, southbound or outer loop is where we are. 
passing the George Washington Memorial Parkway, heading toward Georgetown Pike. It is the left lane to get by the ongoing work. This will be there all night long. Still with some delays as they're finishing setting up all the barrels and cones and what have you. But once that is in place, it should be a much easier ride. But for the moment, it's very sluggish coming off the Legion Bridge from Montgomery County, Maryland into Fairfax County, Virginia. Once you're past that, you should be okay. Watch for some work that may be forming up on the inner loop near I-66. It should be a left lane getting by. It was scheduled. Have not seen any evidence that they have dropped those cones yet. One work zone on 66. After myriad work zones for such a long time, it's so quiet now. Eastbound on 66 near Sudley Road. Exit 47 for Business Route 234. The two left lanes getting by the work very unceremoniously. On 95 and on 395 in Virginia, it is quiet. In Maryland, we still have the lingering crash investigation issues. 29 northbound in Howard County near Ellicott City. It's after Route 100 before you get to Route 40. It's two left lanes to get by without a great deal of fanfare. Certainly not as much as we had earlier on. 95 BW Parkway also running without delay. 50 across the Bay Bridge. All lanes available and passable to and from the shore. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now your forecast with Chad Merrill. Yeah, and increasing clouds for your overnight period. Now we are going to have some drizzle when you wake up in the morning, but it's not going to be cold. Temperatures will be in the mid-40s, so no frost to scrape off the car tomorrow morning. We will have some rounds of rain in the morning, about a quarter of an inch of rain before all is said and done. It'll clear out in the afternoon. Southwest winds gusting to 30, but it'll be a warm wind with highs already in the lower 60s between about 1 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But we fall back into the 40s on Sunday, so it'll be much colder. And then Monday, mostly sunny, upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 44 outside the WTOP studios right now. Overnight, expect lows in the mid-40s. Weather brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, stay with us. A unique holiday celebration that has been a big hit in New York is coming to our area for the first time. We'll tell you about it. It's 1121. Now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. Many people who start their own business do so with intent of growing it and selling it. Rising borrowing costs are starting to put the brakes on buyers, though. After five consecutive quarters, the number of small business sales fell last quarter. The biggest decline in sales was sales of small retail stores. The selling price for small businesses was down 14%. Still, the median selling price for a small business last quarter was almost $300,000. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. At the UPS store we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable so if you need printing we'll be the printing store i need help printing brochures my at-home printer became self-aware of course the ups store can print wait you said self-aware yeah one day it was saying it was low on ink and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world weird well whatever you need we've got you covered the ups store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services the ups store be unstoppable the ups store locations are independently owned product services pricing and hours may vary see center for details 11 The heart-pounding mystery, the Pulitzer Prize-winning drama, the Tony Award winner for Broadway's best revival of a play, A Soldier's Play. In 1944, on a Louisiana Army base, a black sergeant is murdered, triggering a gripping barrage of questions about sacrifice, service, and identity in America. Norm Lewis stars in A Soldier's Play, directed by Kenny Leon and written by Charles Fuller, in the Kennedy Center Eisenhower Theater, December 13th to January 8th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. 
At Simply Safe Home Security, your safety is the only thing that matters. That's why you get live 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Because every home deserves to be protected. Right now, get 40% off the whole home security system named the best of 2022 by U.S. News & World Report. Visit simplysafe.com slash holiday to save big today. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This is WTOP News. 1123. Here is another cool way to celebrate the holidays, not with twinkling lights, but with lanterns in Fairfax County. More than 10,000 Chinese-style lanterns will take over Lerner Town Square at Tyson's 2. The Winter Lantern Festival will run from December 16th through February 12th. It's the festival's first ever stop in the D.C. area. They have done this in New York for a few years now, and it's drawn 150,000 guests each time. The lanterns are handmade by more than 100 artists who fit silk cloth over steel wire frames with LED lights inside, and they use techniques that date back to the Han Dynasty. The tickets are $32 for adults, about 20 bucks for kids. For a list of all kinds of holiday light displays around our area this season, just head on over to WTOP.com. We'll help you make some plans. It may be time to have the talk with your kids. No, not that talk. We mean telling your kids about how tight your Christmas budget is. Greg Merced, who runs a business called Busy Kid and is a certified financial planner, says, go ahead, don't be shy. I think they love it, and I think they get they get it quickly. Merced says you can explain inflation and tight budgets by using everyday experiences. Hey, guys, um, you know, we're filling up the minivan again because I have to drive you to piano practice and soccer and all this stuff. Mm. Um, it used to cost us $50 to fill it up. Now it costs us 80 For more tips on how to talk to your kids about money, Listen to the episode with Greg on the DMV Download Podcast. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. With Black Friday and Cyber Monday now behind us, the holiday shopping season is well underway. But for some of us, shopping might be more of a compulsion than something we really need to do. Alana Samuels is a senior economics correspondent at Time Magazine. She says an addiction to shopping is actually something we inherited. Think about our ancestors. They were surviving on maybe meat and they found this sudden new patch of blueberries. What they learned from this was doing something a little different and finding this reward was good for their body and it felt good. And so their brains prompted them to keep doing that. But all the shopping we're doing now has a serious impact on the health of the planet and on us. Samuels encourages you to look for alternative ways to satisfy that urge to shop if you don't have to, including checking out secondhand stores. 1125. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh. By the closing bell, the Dow was up 35 points Friday. The Nasdaq lost 21 points. The unemployment rate in November was unchanged at 3.7%. And more than expected, 263,000 jobs were gained. The labor participation rate, or number of Americans working, fell for the third straight month. McLean-based cybersecurity company Securion plans to go public. It would be the second local cybersecurity IPO. Arlington's Leonardo DRS went public earlier this week. Jeff Claybone, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP, a verdict for an FBI agent accused of attempted second-degree murder in our area. 1126. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. 
The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting Breast Cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 